Today's message has been brought to you by Faith Family Church in Billings, Montana. For more information, visit faithfamilybillings.com. Faith, God's open door. Romans chapter 4. There we go. Get my tablet opened up here. We're talking about faith, and we actually left off talking about what... uh, uh, when people stagger, okay, and uh, and so we're gonna we're gonna talk about that um, and what staggering causes, and then we're gonna end up in talking about uh, and we're all this is all related to to Abraham. So well, I might have to open it up on here. Hello. <laughs> Hello? (laughs) It's not me ringing, I know that. (laughs) Praise the Lord. There it is. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. My, excuse me for just a second here, my, uh, my laptop is giving me, it's trying to fight me here. Oh, nope, that's not what I wanted. Or I should my, should say my tablet is. All right. Let me look here. Go here. I think we got too many signals in the air, Josh. Everything's fighting us. All right. We'll get there. Boom. All right. Romans uh, chapter 4 is where we're at. And I want to read just a couple of scriptures that we've been looking at um, prior to uh, uh, talking about just kind of our, I guess, our main texts in regards to faith. So we've talked about several different things concerning faith, and I'll I'll just kind of briefly review those at the end as far as just the points. But some of the main scriptures that we use were Matthew 17, 20. And Jesus said to them, this is what Jesus said to the group that he was ministering to. He said, he talked about their unbelief because they were trying to cast a devil out of somebody uh, that was harassed and... uh, And the spirit didn't leave. It didn't go out. And Jesus said it was because of your unbelief. He said this. He said, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. And then I love this phrase. It says, what? Nothing will be impossible for you. The Passion Translation says it it this way. If you have faith inside you no bigger than the size of of a small mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move away from here and go over there and you will see it move. There is nothing you couldn't do. So other translations of that particular phrase as far as nothing being impossible are in other passages state it this way, nothing will be beyond your power. Nothing is higher or stronger than you. So when you're in the will of God and you're in the word of God and you're fellowshipping with the Lord, you have the Lord on your side and how much power does the Lord have? 
Amen? So what is the key that we see here, though, concerning this power? It has to be activated, access act, and activated by what? Faith, right? And so that's what Abraham did. 1 John chapter 5, 1 John chapter 5, verse number 4, says this, For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. What, what is it? Our faith. Now, it's an interesting statement because we know our victory is established because of who? Jesus Christ, right? The work that he did, correct? So why did John, by the Holy Spirit, tie our victory to faith? Because faith is what accesses the victory that Jesus gave us, okay? So, Romans chapter 4, and we, we left off in verse number 20, and it says this. Uh, it talks about, uh, these are principles of, of heart faith or Bible faith, and in order to get the full context of what we're talking about, if you haven't been listening, you'll have to go back, or haven't been here, you'll have to go back to the website and see it, listen to them and watch them, and you can kind of catch up. But I'm going to pick up right here just for time's sake. But he said this, he talking about Abraham, he, Paul said this by the Spirit of God. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. The Amplified says it this way. No unbelief or distrust made him waver or doubtingly question concerning the promise of God, but he grew strong and was empowered by faith as he gave praise and glory to God. God, no unbelief or distrust made him waver, distrust, which is, which is unbelief. It didn't make him waver. That word waver is the word stagger, and it means to be divided in one's mind. It means to hesitate or to doubt. The word translated waver, this word is translated waver twice in James chapter 1, verse 6. So heart faith or Bible faith does not allow doubt questions in in us concerning the promises of God. If I'm in faith, it's not that the doubt, doubt questions don't come. It's that we don't entertain them. Amen. How many have a garden? Okay. How many have weeds that try to come and live in the garden? How many the weeds, uh, you didn't plant them? <laughs> okay. In the spirit world, it's the same way. You can have your, your life, your spirit man is like soil, good soil to, to receive the seed of the word of God. How many know this? You can plant the written word in there and you can cultivate it. But how many know that weeds are around and they come whether you want them to or not? Because the enemy is working to try and destroy. He hates what's in you. He hates the fact that you're born again and you're a child of God. He does not want you to manifest any more of God's goodness in this earth than is already in operation. Because it ruins his day. How many want to wake up every day and go, I want to ruin your day, devil, every day? I mean, I heard a preacher say this years ago, and I thought it was so good. Every day when he wakes up, the devil got, should go. Every day when you wake up, the devil should go, oh, no, they're awake. You know, we had peace while they were asleep, but there's trouble now. In other words, you're a carrier of the kingdom, 
And if you want to walk by faith, you're going to have to watch this staggering, this wavering, and keep it out. Heart faith pulls down doubt in the mind before it finds expression from the mouth. Heart faith pulls or grabs the seeds, the lies of the enemy, the words of the enemy. It grabs those things prior to them working their way into the mouth. How many know the devil's really good at seeding and influencing words that are unbelief, words that are outside the character and nature and the covenant that you have with God? He's good at it. But how many know this too, that we have an anointing from the Holy One and we know everything we need to know, and we have the ability in submission to the word, submission to the spirit within us, to be able to take hold and say, no, devil, I'm not going that direction with my thoughts. I'm not going to allow those things to live in me. I am a new creation in Christ. Everything that was old has passed away. All things have become new, and all things are of God, who has reconciled me to himself through Christ Jesus. Inside the boundaries of the written word, the covenant of the word of God is within, within those boundaries are all these promises that are given to you and me. And we get the opportunity to either embrace those things and keep the other thoughts, the other words out, or we get the opportunity to do the opposite. If we bounce back and forth, our faith is unstable. So I'll say it like this, and this is what the Lord is saying. Pick, choose. Come on, he said to the old, in the Old Testament, I set before you today what? Blessing and... And this is a great test because he gives you the answer. It's multiple choice, and then he says, pick A. What did he say? He said, choose do not let the enemy tell you and do not receive the lie, no matter how you feel, no matter what it looks like, no matter what pressure comes in. Do not let the enemy uh, convince you that you cannot choose because you can. You can be, I don't care how much pressure is on you. You can be, you know, you're like, I just need to sit down. Well, fine, sit down, but let faith come out of your mouth. Don't let the enemy, well, I just can't control, I just can't control myself. Yes, you can. You say, why, how? Well, in and of yourself, by yourself, outside of God, well, sure, you're going to have, the world is proving they can do a whole lot of nothing without God. But we are not without God. Amen? So this idea of staggering, and I... I mentioned this before and I threatened you with it, so I'm going to do it. All right. This word wavering, and I mentioned it's found in James chapter 1, verse number 6. And I mentioned a particular commentary that I like about it. And the word wavering, it means, in the Greek, it means doubting. It means staggering. And this is the commentary that Dake writes on this. This is uh, Phineas Dake's commentary. He says, he who doubts is like a wave that is rising one moment and sinking the next. One minute he believes, another he does not. Do you see this? Up, down. Up, down. Well, it was a great service. I'm up. It's Monday. I feel down. See, you're not... That's, this is why I'm so uh, aggressive toward... Uh, 
making sure that our thinking is balanced concerned how, concerning how we feel. How many people here are born again? You, you have Jesus in your heart. Do you know that right now you're 100% healed? Now, stay with me, faith people. If you immediately read your thoughts and your flesh, you'll go, no, I'm not. But where were you born again? Your spirit have any sickness in it? Faith, this is why faith is so important. It's the bridge between who you are in the spirit and your soul and your flesh. But if I'm going to stagger, do you know I can choose to say what God said when everything around me says it's opposite? Come on, the world practices this in defiance. And I, they, they will, the enemy has, has seeded the world so strong in rebellion and continues to that people will actually stand up in their life and declare something about themselves that is literally not, it's impossible. But they'll be convinced of it. There are people, I've watched some videos, and I, this is kind of an extreme side of this. I think there are others that would be more balanced to where we are kind of currently in the congregation and maybe those that are watching online. But there's a group of people, and this was in, uh, I think in Europe somewhere, but they literally are humans, but they think they're cats. Now, we're not declaring, you know, people sometimes will label us crazy, but we're not declaring something that isn't proven. Do you know how long the enemy has tried to prove this wrong? I mean, he's had book burnings. He's had, and, and this never makes the New York Times bestseller list, but it is the number one every time. It is the number one. This is not just, this is not just, random words thrown together. This is historically, linguistically, it is so proven. Undeni it's why they give up on the argument. We're not just saying things that are just random and out of place and just trying to not deal with reality. No, we as faith people go, there's the mountain, it's real. Get up and get out of here in the name of Jesus. I see the mountain. I see the covenant. I see the mountain. God said, there's the mountain. I know the situation hasn't changed in the natural yet, but I know, come on, I have to start here first before that moves. This is the very principle we're talking about when we transition concerning worship. Israel hadn't won the battle, yet they're praising God. Why? Because God said the battle's won. It's faith. So, a little bit more here on staggering, okay? Man, you are getting so strong. I'm getting so strong. We are so blessed. Stop checking your feelings in your wallet to see if you are. You are so blessed. In fact, Jesus Christ called you rich. Oh, go find it. Go find it, you word people. You are word studiers. You'll go find it. I know you will. Go prove me wrong. 
Amen? See if I'm wrong. Actually, see if it's in here or not. Amen? Because we are so blessed, aren't we? I am telling you what. All right, a little bit more on staggering. I just am so blessed. I'm a giant killer. I mean, I'm headed places with the Lord that I am not smart enough to go. Am I the only one? I mean, I am just simple enough in my thinking that I just will believe God that he'll make me look good. Come on, Mark Hankins says it this way all the time. He said, the Holy Ghost will make a dummy look like a genius. (laughs) And we live in a world that's so full of pride. Don't you call me no dummy. Don't you call me no dummy. (laughs) Come on, compared to God, I'm Ned in the first reader. All the homeschoolers got that because everybody else, (laughs) come on, right? See Jane run. God says, just say that. See Jane run. I say, now watch what I'll do, Sean, for you on your behalf. Come on. I'm overcoming. Why? Because of the blood of the lamb and the word of my, my testimony. Come on. I'm overcoming because he overcame for me. I'm going to be in places and positions just like you are that you're going to look at it and go, how did I get here? And the Lord will say, because you just stuck with me. Ooh, if I could get somebody in faith. I guess I I just need a few that believe that their life isn't over and that there's more to life than just playing golf and retiring and... All I need is a few. That's it. I just need those that are poor, broke, busted, disgusted like David, and we'll turn them into mighty men. Why? Because the, come on, the the king of kings is a mighty man. He He is a warrior, and when you receive the warrior, you receive the warrior spirit. And he's not a doubter. He's not an unbeliever. He's not a rollover person. Well, you don't know how bad it is. God doesn't. He says, but I'm this good. Come on, stretch your faith. How could it be? All things are possible. So one minute he believes, another he does not. This is staggering. He says yes and then no to what God has promised. Ooh, I love that commentary. He says yes and then, well, God, you said, but oh, it doesn't look like it. What is that? Up. Well, I just don't feel it. It just doesn't look like it's working. Did did the Lord say, did he say this? Did the Lord say... Did he say, it'll work if you feel like it? When Jesus cursed the fig tree, what did he address? What was the key? Did he emphasize the power of God? Did he say, hey, I'm Jesus. You can't do this. Just let me do these things. I'll decide. Did he say that? What did he address? He said, have the faith of God. What did Jesus do in that moment? See, teenagers need to understand this. Because many times they're not taught faith. Or they don't understand faith. And so then they actually follow whatever peer pressure is around them. Because they think what they feel is higher than who they are in Christ. 
when in reality, the one that lives in you will stand up in the middle of friends doing things wrong and go, uh-uh, this ain't right. I'm leaving, and we all need to leave, and if you don't, I am, bye. But that takes strength. You better have the understanding about the line of the tribe of Judah on the inside of you. Amen? See, strength will go to a movie, and you think it's one way, and then it's really bad, and you'll just stand up in the middle of it and walk out. You won't sit there and go, well, you know, I spent this much on the ticket, and and I got all this popcorn, and no, you just go, oh, that was wasted money. I'm out of here. I value my spirituality over my carnality. Strong faith will do that. Ooh, we're under the blessing. So one minute he believes, the next he doesn't. He says yes and then no to what God has promised. Never making up his mind which way he believes, he staggers like a drunken man helpless in prayer. Isn't that a good commentary? In other words, God, yes, you're going to do it. Report is worse. Oh, I guess you're not. God, you're, 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 you're moving in my family. You're moving in my, my kids. You're moving in my business. You're moving. I was talking to some people before the service. If you're going through a battle, hallelujah. People say, well, I, got, I came to this church because I thought, you know, all my problems would go away. No, no, no. They'll still be there, but you'll learn how to make them go away. People sometimes say, well, the word of faith, we're supposed to have no problems. I don't know what Bible you're reading. Last time I checked, especially when I first got into this, the enemy did everything he could to try and stop me. And I'm not going to quit. I'm on a mission. Amen? I just keep watching the Lord just like you, getting through all the things, all the potential problems, and, sh- and bringing us to a place of victory over and over and over again. How many want to be right in the middle of God's plan? You just want to go all the way to the end and finish the whole thing, and then whether the Lord comes back or you just leave your body and go on to heaven, you go, ha-ha, we did it! And then just to freak the devil out, when we do come back, what he thought he killed in the natural will be glorified. Yay. I'm excited. I'm just, it's so great. (laughs) I just, some Christians need to alert their face to the reality that they're born again. I mean, hello. Well, don't you know what kind of laws they're passing? And na, 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 na. and I'm telling you right now, the Luciferian lizard overlords that think they're going to rule this world are not because we serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We are going to rule and reign with him for eternity. All this is is an opportunity to believe. And you say, you call them that. They absolutely have sold their soul to Satan, many of them. And you can, and, and they, they think they are winning. Come on, think about this. The Lord brought this up to me in prayer the other day. He said, Sean, Satan tried to overthrow me. I kicked him out of heaven. He said, he tried to take my creation out and I sent Jesus. What in the world, in the evidence, in all eternity, does the devil actually think he has over God and his people in any way, shape, or form? 
even in the midst, come on, think about this, even in the midst of his own creation, his own children rebelling against him, he found a way through all of it to redeem back what the enemy thought. We won. It's over. If the enemy can get you to focus on things other than who you are in Christ and in the covenant, he can get you to stagger. You're going you're gonna to wobble. So even if you wobble a little bit, come on, straighten yourself out. You say, no equilibrium in the name of Jesus, I command you. I'm not going to lose my equilibrium in the spirit. I know where I'm going. And you straighten that out. Amen? You straighten it out. Last verse, Romans 4.21 says this, and being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. Fully convinced means to bear or bring full, to make full, to be one, to fill one with any thought, conviction, or inclination. This has to do with the promise of God and its effects upon the mind. So what did Abraham do? Instead of staggering, he became fully convinced. In other words, he labored to enter the rest, like Hebrew says. You say, what do you mean by that? He focused so much on his relationship with the Lord and what the Lord had said about him that nothing else filled his mind. This is what filled his mind. In other words, and we know he didn't have the Bible like we have the Bible, but what I'm talking about is the promises and the identity of God, what he has said about you. Amen. He became so focused on that that nothing else was in there. He was filled with confidence that God was going to do or had done what he promised. Abraham was so convinced that he was the father of many nations that he did not hesitate to change his identity from Abram. Come on, he got his license, driver's license changed. He got his conceal and carry changed. Oh yeah. Abraham was a packing man. I'm a packing man. You say, what? Yeah. Men of faith, Amen. strong men that don't run from, but run the battle. <laughs> Come on, he was so convinced that he had his birth, birth certificate changed from Abram to Abraham. Amen? Why? Because the word of the Lord came to him, and that's what we must do. We must be convinced we must be convinced. So whose faith did you receive? Romans 10, 17 and 2 Peter 1, 1. Share this. Romans 10, 17 says, So then faith comes by hearing and what? Hearing by the word of God. So if you hear the word of God, you receive that word. What? Whose faith is in that word? God's faith come on come on you don't have a faith problem you probably have a staggering problem and a thought problem amen do you think God's faith can get an answer every time 
So when you hear the word of God and that's quickened in you, what's there? Faith. And whose faith is it? God's faith. Can you imagine this? You're housing the resurrection of Jesus Christ within you. You are the seedbed for God's faith. So what is impossible to you? Now, we know what to say here, but let's what? Just fill ourselves with it, amen? Fill ourselves with it. Why? Because you need that faith. How many experience things during the week that you don't show here at church? How many, like, sometimes people, like, uh, you know, they're like, I need that worship service, you know, because I feel like I got beat up all week. Do you know, actually, as we get stronger in the Lord, we're not supposed to, Joy, you can come. We're not supposed to actually just count on this experience to stay full. We're actually supposed to count on our daily relationship with the Lord and actually be being filled. I'm going to say this. Please hear me on this because people misunderstand this about faith. Hear me on this. Don't wait to see if you've arrived in faith for no problems to be around. Stop looking and giving so much credit to problems. Focus on the Lord. Now, I, I know that sounds simplistic, but people... I, I, it's, 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 it's within the nature of humanity. They're like, I just want this to end. Where did Jesus in teaching on faith ever say, faith says, I just want this to end. Now, does he understand our circumstance? Is he touched with the feeling of our infirmity? All of those things. Yes, absolutely. But what do you mean by that? You just want it to end? I, I'm going to help you again. And I said this last week. I'm going to help you again. You guys doing all right? All right. I'm going to help you again. No problems are in heaven. They're not here. As long as you're on the planet... You're going to have to deal with stuff. Now watch. You say, I don't want to think about that, but I'm telling you, hear me now. Hear me, hear me. This is key to growing up spiritually, to becoming stronger in this area of faith. Hear me out. If you'll accept the fact that you're going to have to fight, it will make the fight easier. In other words, there is, in this life, there is no avoiding the ring. You're going to have to fight. And the moment you accept that, don't let, oh, this is for somebody. Listen to me. I am prophesying to somebody. I'm doing, this is divine utterance. I'm telling you, don't let depression come in. People say, well, I can't help it. No, you can. People say, well, you're just teaching me to deny it. No, I'm not telling you that. You're, I'm not saying that we, we go, there is no mountain, there is no mountain, there is no mountain. You're denying its right to live 
in a covenant child of God. That's how faith operates. Come on. Come on, how many are willing to go, you know what? I've let that sword sit there long enough. Stop milling and mulling over everything that went wrong 20 years ago. Stop. It's under the blood. Be happy. Enjoy your life. Be in fellowship with the Lord. Well, it was difficult. I know. I understand that. We've all had difficult things. We've all faced difficult things. But listen, stand up in the midst of that and go, you know what? I was Abram. What if, what if Abram was like, well, Lord, I appreciate that promise. You know, you're always thinking of me. But really, I just need you to hold me, Lord. Sorry, I'm just preaching psychology Christianity right now. I just need you to hold me. What if Abram never embraced Abraham? Now, if you study that out, the ha is God's name. God added his name to Abram's name. Come on, you're born again. Whose name God added to the family? Yours. Do you see that? So you can overcome. Amen? You can overcome. Altar care workers, would you come? Now, if you need prayer for anything today, I'm going to release you. Actually, I'm going to give an altar call first. I know we're a little bit over, but are you okay? How many are really hungry right now? I'll raise both hands. Oh, teenagers. I love teenagers. Teenagers are the best. The adults are like, I'm not saying that. Teenagers are like, me? <laughs> It'll just make the food taste that much better. I'll just say it that way. But I want to give an altar call. I don't want to shortchange. I, I know we went over. I'm trying to not, but how many got fed? Do you know what's more important than our schedule? Our spiritual health. It's more important. You know, many times in the world and in the way the world operates, even in the church world, Christians will spend thousands of dollars and wreck all kind of schedules and stay up late to do stuff that's fun. It's not necessarily sin. And then they'll try to live in victory with a 20-minute I met with God once a week. It will never happen. You might as well chalk it up. You're going to make heaven if you're going to live like that, but you're going to be one of those people that has a boxing record of 1 in 25. Instead of having 25 knockouts on the enemy, you're going to be knocked out 25 times. Because spiritual strength, it doesn't happen by accident. And it doesn't happen with, uh, you know, devotion time or whatever you want to say. That's five minutes a day. You have to spend time with God. Well, I'm too busy. You're right. You're too busy. 
I'll say this. Just cut all your favorite shows out in a week. Your binge watch. Whatever it is. What's my day off? I want to do what I want. Well, until you feed, I wouldn't do anything. Amen. People say, I thought it was an altar call. That was. You didn't hear it? You know. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Those of you watching online, we know this in Scripture that eternity is in the heart of man. We know from John 3, 16 and 17 that God does not want us to perish. He sent His Son to die for us because we were sinners without hope, and we are without Christ. We know that all have sinned, and sin causes separation from God. We see this from Romans 3, 23. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We know that heaven is a free gift and you can't earn it or deserve it, but it's given to us from the scriptures. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 declares, for, for by grace we are saved through faith and that not of ourselves is the gift of God. We know that God wanted us back into relationship. We see this in Romans 8, 5, verse 8 and 9, that he demonstrated his love toward us that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. We know that we receive forgiveness through faith by trusting Christ. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. I just want to pray with you this morning. If you need to receive Jesus, rededicate your life, just raise your hand where you're at, and I'd love to pray with you. Josh, is there anybody online? Okay, thank you. Yes. I see that hand there. Glad I did that. Anybody else? All right. Well, everybody, if you'd pray with me. Heavenly Father, thank you for your son Jesus who came to this earth, lived a sinless life, died on the cross for my sins. I believe he rose from the dead so I could receive forgiveness, become your child, receive the gift of eternal life. I come to you now. I repent of sin. I not only receive your gift of forgiveness, but I give you all of my life and all of my heart. I believe you have accepted me because Jesus said, the one who comes to me, I will by no means cast out. You also said, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Thank you for saving me, making me your child, helping me live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. If you would like more information about Faith Family Church, including service times and location, visit faithfamilybillings.com.